This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Feminism in your ears. It's another broad podcast on Joy 94.9. Keep listening. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag broad on Joy 94.9. It's totally offensive. Yeah. It's not right. Well, these are all valid comments, but... I think we should see if the artist has anything to bring to this. Zines. I don't really know what to say. I think it's a remarkable achievement. my body off the cliff and into an ocean you know yeah viking funeral <laughs> death and morbidity this is broad on show 94.9 and bianca martin's back from sticky institute and the girl Freeders and talking about um a bit about 2016 but also some of the zines that she favors yes and it's all about favoritism <laughs> <laughs> okay so for the selection i mean we haven't had you on for a while for broad well, that's not your fault. Well, it kind of is. Really, yeah, no, actually. it's definitely my fault. We're just too busy and you're way, way too, too busy. busy compensating for your, you know, zine life. <laughs> actually, do you have time to do a zine? Are you doing any? Uh, I am doing some that uh-huh. I'm hoping to have ready either when Sticky reopens again or uh-huh. for the Festival of the Photocopier. Which is when? Which begins Thursday, the 9th of February. and Is it earlier this year? It is earlier this oh, year. Damn, I thought it was the end of February. Nah. Oh. Second week, whatever that is. Wow, okay. So people get yourselves ready if you want to do a, a zine, a feminist zine in any case. Yes. Um, or queer feminist zine, whatever. Um, you better get your shit together, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what have you got there in the way of already produced scenes? Well, I thought I would start this with a little bit of a throwback. Last year's Festival of the Photocopier with Wolfpack, mm-hmm. who I believe you have interviewed several times and Once. know them. <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice, yeah. I love anyway, them. Even they're in Brisbane. They're from Brisbane, yep. They but don't want to bl- move. No, they'll be coming down for the festival, of though. Course. Will they be staying? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Brisbane should not be allowed to have them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You know my feelings on Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they have a new issue out, issue number seven. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since the last issue. And this one's a little bit different. But, you know, good things come to those who wait. Mm. So it's got poetry, collage art, comics, essays, interviews, um, all about feminism, mm-hmm. all about queerness, all uh, about... It, what's the name of... Um or should it just have the issue? Well, it's called Hex Libris. Uh-huh. I don't really know what that means. I won't lie. 
My Latin's crap. Yes, I don't have any Latin. But yeah, they have a really great, my favorite article in here is called Best Case Scenarios for Cis Actors Playing Trans Characters. Oh, right. Because there's been a lot of that in the last There has. And this year. author kind of breaks down in just a few pages. I mean, you could talk about this for so long. Mm. And they break down in a few pages some good instances. Mm. Like, not great, because obviously, you know, Best Case Scenario is a trans actor playing a trans character. But yeah. instances where it hasn't been embarrassing for all parties involved... So they have a recommendation, do they? Of yeah, so the ones they've looked at was um, David Duchovny and Twin Peaks. Oh, yes, I do remember that episode. Vaguely. Going to get this name wrong, probably. Tatiana Maslany in Orphan Black. Ah, yes. Which I haven't watched. She plays eight, seven or eight different characters. Yeah, and one of clones. them is a trans man. Mm, okay. So apparently that was done well. Mm-hmm. And then they also looked at two instances where it was done pretty well in two movies called Boy Meets Girl and Tangerine. Oh, yes, Tangerine. I haven't watched either of those. I'm made on, well, Americans call them cell phones, but made completely using cameras on phones. Oh, yeah, like a smartphone. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, life on the street. Oh, okay, yeah. Which I don't know if that's stereotypical, you know. Regarding yeah, sex work and stuff like that. But I believe that the trans people in it also helped produce it and had um, vetoed the script and everything. So had control over themselves yeah. and the way they're depicted, which is great. Yeah. Well, Wonderful. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm really into this new issue of Wolfpack. Mm, it looks like it's really full with good stuff. Yeah. And it's just really pleasant to look at as well. They've got some really, I really like the collage art in there. Like, mm-hmm. kind of mixed media, looking at online life versus just the mundane parts of normal life. Making a cup of tea. Yeah. Instead of saying, I made a cup of tea. <laughs> Let me Instagram this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how many are in the, is a collective or do they call themselves a collective? I'm pretty sure it's a collective. They don't actually have information about their editorial team. Oh, well, I know there's Rebecca <laughs> and Talia, and, and I can't remember the other names of the people. They seem to have about 14 contributors to this well, issue. A, is that yeah. a lot for a zine? I think it's a lot. It's pretty sizable. Yeah. And so how long does it normally take? Something that size, how many pages is that? Lucky for me, they have included page numbers on this is one. Is that not normal in a zine? I think it's really good for a zine like this, where it's more like a little, like a proper Book. mini magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very... Booklet so there's like. 36 pages for this oh, one, okay. which I think is a pretty that's sizable. sizable. Yeah. yeah, so that's a lot of effort. Yeah, which probably took how many months? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like okay, <laughs> a lot, a lot of time, a lot of effort. So we love them. Um, yes, and they were at Sticky Institute. Gosh, it would be what two years now? Yeah, since they were down there with their second to last launch. Not that one, or not the one before, but the one before that. Yeah. So that it's been a bit, sense. bit slow coming between issues, but. People do things. Exactly. People have lives. Time just disappears, <laughs> as it, we both know. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Now, what else have you got there? I believe you've got... So I also brought oh. this, which was the last launch that happened at Sticky before we <clears> shut <throat> down for the Christmas period. And I will admit I'm a little biased with this one because it's, it's by... very favorite. By my best friend slash bandmate slash housemate, Alice. 
One of your best friends. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the first in her series of poetry chapbooks that she's releasing over the next couple of months. Oh. Will she be reading these anywhere? Well, I believe she did a few readings at her launch, and Mm -hmm. then we're planning another launch during the festival. So I'll get her to do some some readings there. Yeah, that's good. It's nice. Yeah, it's 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 very blank. Yeah, compared to Wolfpack, I'm sure you'll Mm. post some photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Compared to Wolfpack, this is just very stark, very, like, with the exception of one color page, it's completely black and white, Mm. and it's just black typeset on a white page just mm. letting the words speak for themselves really mm. oh there is color there's yeah color. there's what one, is that that's a painting she did of yeats oh okay she's not a keats fan i don't know maybe <laughs> um yeah i guess if she knows and she's a smith's fan she's definitely a smith's fan well, she'll know cemetery gates okay say hey listen to cemetery gates if you're a, a keats but fan <laughs> yates i just think of the yeah the gardening company yates but um you've got two more there got you've two got, more these yep. are old zines i think they're from him about 2013 mm-hmm. um but they have recently been restocked in sticky just before we shut down so they'll still be there when we open again on is this like they're being reprinted reprinted yeah. yeah yeah so they'll still be there when we open on january 11th mark that in your calendars mm-hmm and there are two issues called Sex Industry Apologist. Okay, so this is very political. It is. Yeah. And well, zines are political. They, they are political, so. but I also feel like this one could be a bit dividing amongst people. Mm. And especially, I don't feel like I have the authority to talk too much on the subject, okay. but I'll just read the first paragraph of the first scene just to set the scene. So this is by a person I know named Nine, and they kind of move around the world. At the time, they were living in Scotland, I believe. So, from 2002 to 2009, I worked at a project for sex workers. I wanted to work there because it was non-judgment and was user-led. I was aware that in mainstream politicians, the mainstream media, and the general mainstream feminism were generally uninterested in the diversity of sex workers' experience. I sought out writings by sex workers while I was doing my gender studies degree and remember saying in this job interview that I figured I had the theory but not the practice. It's true that I've never been a sex worker myself, and I would much rather hear and read the voices of actual sex workers rather than step up to the debate. And so a lot of this is just collections of their experiences throughout this project. And Mm. they don't put their own voice in there a lot. It's more about telling other people's stories. Mm. And also an issue, too, they talk a lot about the legalization and decriminalization of sex work and the nuances of what is legal and what is because it differs from country to country and from state to state in australia as well i believe and just even little things like there's you know sex work on the street versus sex work in a parlor Mm. like there are different criminal codes for that allegedly and but yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to bring in these two because mm. all of my other ones, other zines that I've brought in have been less political and more artistic or mm. more music based or just kind of about pop culture and mainstream media and stuff like that. Whereas there's definitely space within the zine f- sphere for super political zines 
And I mean, that's often more so explored in terms of socialism and anarchy and mm. things like that, which maybe that's traditional. Don't really float my boat, to be honest with yeah. you. But I think there's a really wide open space for talking about sex work within self-publishing because mm. who's going to censor you there? No one. Exactly. <laughs> Was that a question? Sorry. A rhetorical question. Yeah, yeah, or, that's you know. true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, look, the diversity that you have, it's sticky. Um, and, again, Festival of Photocopy is coming. And just in case you don't appear on the show again until yes. that happens. <laughs> so, Festival that. of the Photocopier yep. is mm-hmm. February 9th to February 12th. The 9th, 10th and 11th will be full of launches and gigs and readings and events. All of the Institute or All over, venues? all over. Yeah. Keep your eye open for the finalized program. Mm-hmm. And the twelfth is the Zine Fair at Melbourne Town Hall, yeah, which is kind of like the climax of the whole it event. Is, it is, and it? Yeah. should let everyone know that applications are still open for absolutely anyone. If you have little handmade books, anything Zine related like that, mm-hmm. it's non-discriminatory. You don't have to be to a certain standard. If you make Zines, come along, sell them, give them out for free. Just come along and meet people. You can make badges too. Yeah. Well, Quartz was there last year. Yes. Which was pretty different. And exciting. maybe maybe Broad will be there. Maybe. <laughs> well, how many weeks have we got left? <laughs> Six it's weeks? ticking down, isn't it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, no, I need to get my shit together. I've only just told the junior manager and I said, can you write something for it? She goes, Sure. Well, that's one person. That's one. And I'll write something for it. That's oh, two. Cool. All right, good. That's two. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Anyone listening to this? All you have to do is, hey, email me. It's very easy to do. You can email broad at joy.org.au. Or check you out on Facebook. On Facebook. That's right. Or Twitter at broadfem949. I do remember that now. It's taken me about a year. <laughs> But it's been about a year since we had the Gilfreders in here. Remember that ominous oh, day? How could I ever forget? It wasn't as warm. I know oh, that much. It was much more pleasant that day. <laughs> when I was asking all these questions like, what is feminism to you, Bianca? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. All right. What does feminism mean to you now? Has it changed? Well, I Can think, you remember what you even said? I think at the time I was just like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's just about equality or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, you did mention about violence against women and domestic violence. I think that was a big yeah. thing for this year. Well, for 2016. Definitely. I mean, it's a big thing every year. Yeah, but I think it's been come, coming more to the forefront within the last 12 months. Yeah, the inquiry that happened, the uh, Royal Commission, wasn't it? And yeah. uh, that's opened the floodgates for people and for women to step up and come forward and um, talk about their experiences and... More more places for people to get help yeah. as well. But so, feminism for mm. me now, I suppose it has uh, evolved a little bit to be more about respect, listening, and inclusivity. Mm-hmm. They're kind of been my main theme. What Those three things, wh- what does that mean? I mean, I know what that means. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Kind of in the sense of not judging a book by its cover. Uh-huh. That being or a op- zine. Or a zine. About listening to everyone, hearing them out, and not judging their experiences, not mm. jumping to conclusions. 
because everyone's feminism is different and you need to find a space for that Mm. within your own world. I think that's been a big topic for this year. There's been some events that we've been to where that has come out to the forefront and has been something to digest and something to be, yeah, open about and talk about, more reflective. Yeah. I think for me, feminism this year has been, I think if I thought of three words, it would be reflective, (laughs) reflection, looking back, seeing where I've gone wrong, mistakes I've made, and um, learning about those. Yeah, definitely listen. And I think desire, desire for change. Yeah. You know, which includes intersectional, you know, inclusiveness, queerness and things like that. It's been a a year where I've heard and seen of people being erased and there's stories and voices, particularly women in queer culture. It's been a very horrible year, actually. And representation. I mean, in pop culture, I'm speaking probably more in pop culture, but seeing uh, queer women be dismissed, disrespected and, yeah, disappearing. Yeah. And that representation's just not there. And then, of course, on top of that, race and other issues. Yeah, having that space. Definitely, yeah. Moving away from that space (laughs) as well. I think the biggest thing that came out of the Listen conference that Mm. we both went to. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, it's primarily music-focused, but... um, There were definitely a few good points that I've kind of taken into my everyday life. And it was about interrogating why you feel a certain way and why you're doing certain things. What sort of things, for example? Like, are you actually striving to be inclusive or are you striving to look inclusive? Oh, right. To be, feel part of something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough one. Either you want to be, yeah, um, it's a difficult one. Knowing where you fit and letting other people speak up, I guess. Definitely, yeah. As and long as they feel comfortable. Too. Yeah, finding that middle ground between using my own privilege as a white cisgendered person to provide a platform, but not forcing anyone to do something, being like tokenistic, like, oh, right. look at my trans friend here, let them speak. Some of my best something friends are trans. disgusting <laughs> like that. You, you know, know that sentence. Yeah. I'm laughing because it is ridiculous. (laughs) And it's 2016. Well, it'll be 2017 now, actually. Mm. And we still have got some of the same shit that was happening 25 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago. And this is why we need feminism. And that's why we need feminism. Feminism is a a space that should be for everyone. And um, it's about equality, of course. And it's about people sharing stories and yeah we just need more conferences probably where we can (laughs) talk on and on and it's all you know relevant stuff it's all important stuff yeah yeah the listen conference was really interesting and for me this year I made connections with people that I've kind of been dying to want to do you know what I mean and it was just great to to do that and it makes you realize yeah there's a long way to go but that's okay. For sure. We're always you know. learning. Never stop learning. No. Keep going until someone stops you physically. Yeah. And then just walk over them. <laughs> Push them down. Push them out of the way or convince them if you want to spend the time to do that. Mm. But that is exhausting. And yeah. I think that's the other thing this year has been about, 
you can't do everything at once. Slow down, reflect, and not to worry too much. You know, Absolutely. Like, otherwise, you can just push yeah. shit up a hill and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Does it? So easily, you know. Hmm. Wow, so 2017, what's happening with zines? You'll be doing another zine or you'll be doing several, no oh, doubt. Ideally, I'll be doing lots of zines. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to just do one. No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. <laughs> you don't have to do several. I just Look, have how many all these... bands are you in now? Like, uh, I'm only in two right now. Oh, but you're thinking of a third. But I'm thinking of a third. Oh. But, you know... It, this just may be the um, start of the year ambitiousness that I oh, have. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2017. Because I, do, I don't believe in resolutions. Yeah. I think that's just setting yourself up to be disappointed, potentially. Just do what you can. I said on Twitter last night mm-hmm. that my New Year's resolutions are to read more, to write more, to play more music, and to masturbate more. In that order? Any order, really. Or all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not at the same time. Yeah. But I feel like these are. But exactly. there are other things. Implements. Oh, my God. Where are we going with this? All right. Look, um, any, any, I won't say last words, but any future words. Support your local zine scene. Yep. And uh, so the new single's out. Yeah. We're going to be playing that in a moment. So the girl Frida's dropped a new single. As a thank you to everyone who has supported us over the years. Mm-hmm. And what's it called? It's called Crazy. Oh, it's tell us about that. Taken from a live set we did oh. for a zine launch, actually, at the old bar in November. Okay. Which zine? Uh, you. It was the 15 year anniversary oh, of you. Oh, right. The little one that you get in an envelope. And yeah, you can, and you had the exhibition. T- I saw the pictures yeah. on social media. Because <laughs> I never go out, you know, I never get to places really. Oh, cool. Um, so it's called Crazy, and did you write this? Or? I wrote this one, and mm-hmm. it's the first single we have where I'm singing. Wow. Yeah. Why don't you sing more often? It's hard to sing and play drums. Yeah, Karen Carpenter had trouble, didn't yeah, she? That's, that's about all I got for you. It's hard <laughs> to sing and play drums. <laughs> Something about counting the beat. Um, <laughs> Cool. So where can people go and find this track? Uh, com. Great. Yeah, so let's have a listen to that. And look, thanks so much for coming back on to the segment. Thank you for having me, Sonia. I always love coming in. Thanks. Well, I have to do it more often. You'll have to do less things. Uh, I'll try. We'll see. Keep going. <laughs> All right. This is Broad on Joy 94.9. Cool.
You've been listening to a broadcast on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.